Get creative and earn cash for spring clothes at Plato's Closet. Sell your gently used warm weather styles like tees, shorts, sandals, and more. We pay cash on the spot for gently used styles for guys and girls in their teens and 20s. Go through your closet and sell us the spring clothes, shoes, and accessories that you no longer need for cash on the spot. Turn your spring clothes into cash at Plato's Closet. With 14 locations in the Atlanta area, find your nearest location at platosclosetcom And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. It's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show Christmas special. What? <laughs> <laughs> we got the Christmas bum bombs. Um, yeah, so we are going to talk about some Christmas movies. Now, I think we have talked about some of these movies in the past, but y'all are just going to get over that. This is Christmas movie time. And some of the greatest Christmas movies are also some of our favorite movies. Well, I didn't put some of the most classic ones, because I went through the ones that we watched last year. I mean, yeah. And one of these I've never actually watched, but I think I want to have to talk about it. That's later on the list? Now, here's my question. Hmm. For our list, you have it numbered 1 through 10. Number 1 being obviously the best. No. So you didn't put it in that kind of order. I did order. not put it in that order. Because all these are the movies that are go-to on the shelf that I know I'm going to make time to watch these movies. Okay. Well, I see. You made this list, but I agree with this list. I actually almost agree with it. Going, You're talking about, well, also about going from 10 to 1 being, because the one you have number 1 is my number 1. Well, see, my number one is a little bit, it would be that one, number two, or, well, one, two, three, or five could be one of my favorite favorites. Yeah. Oh, well, we're just going to start from number one on the list then? Because I didn't even add, like, the classic Christmas specials, because they're not, like, they're Christmas specials, but they're not long enough for me to count them as a movie. Yeah. Actually, I think we might start with ten and work up on your list, that way... We don't end on me getting stabbed. Yes. If we do that one first, then I don't get stabbed in the beginning. It might keep me alive. So we're going from 10 to 1. How about that? Okay. All right. Number 10 on this list. I stand by my decision on this one. Die Hard. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Look, just because it has Christmas in it doesn't make it a Christmas movie. There's the bad guys are wearing Santa Claus hats. It's Christmas movie. He's the whole point of the movie. He's trying to get home to his family for Christmas. That's the whole point of the movie. So he gets trapped at terror. Has to kill some terrorists first. But the whole point of the movie is he's trying to get home to his family for Christmas. Potato, potato, akuna matata. In Die Hard's Bruce Willis movie, one of the his first action roles, really great movie. Even if you disagree with the Christmas part, it is a really good movie. I haven't seen that one. I'm just talking about the first one. You've seen the first one in the tower? Vaguely. Okay, so we're going to have to watch this movie and, and not have the Christmas argument. Because <laughs> it is actually a really good action movie, especially for the time. Um, and it's very realistic. You know, you know, the problem with a lot of action movies is... I hope it's realistic. It's live action, isn't it? No, no. Okay. So, in a lot of action movies, right? Mm-hmm. The bad guy gets shot at, he, he does all this stuff, and at the end of the movie, he looks fine. Yeah. Ten minutes into this movie, this guy's like, I'm hurt. 
oh god, and this progressively gets worse. So he ends up winning in the end as a good action movie. But by the end of the movie, he's like hunched over in pain and needs an ambulance, and it's it's realistic as he's not invincible. Mm. I think that's why a lot of people like this movie. All okay. Right. And the the greatest line ever. Ho ho, motherfucker! I got a gun too. Language is Christmas. It's Christmas, but it's an accurate part of the movie. I don't care. Okay. All right, and you picked all. Well, all I picked them all because he was taking a nap on the couch, y'all. Whatever. It was a good nap. I needed it. I stacked. So number nine is Frosty the Snowman. I mean, could you get more classic Christmas? Actually, you can, but I mean, Frosty the Snowman. Come on. Frosty the Snowman. You know, he gets a hat, puts it on his head. And he comes to life to laugh and play with the children. Do you remember the song? Frosty the Snowman was a holiday. <laughs> I ain't singing, my bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, I ain't singing. Oh, eyes is black as coal. Because it was coal eyes. How's that song go, honey? <laughs> Some kind corn, of pipe. Corn cob pipe. Uh, and buttons made of you're trying really hard not to sing, aren't you? I am. Come okay. On. Hit us with it. Nope. 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 But Frosty the Snowman. And, and, and in the movie Frosty the Snowman, they make a snowman, they put a hat on it, and apparently there was a little magic in the hat that day. Yeah. And what is the goal of this movie? Because there was actually a pretty interesting idea for this movie. Was there? I Yeah. He wouldn't. He didn't want to melt. Yeah. So they were trying to get him to, to the North, North Pole. Pole. But he said, "Don't worry, because I'll come back one day and play." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then he melts. But he comes back. But Santa Claus comes and throws some more magic on him and and makes him back into Frosty. And you know, out of that one, you have a uh, Frosty's uh, Winter New Year or something mm-hmm. like that, um, or New Year, yeah. Yeah. With him and. Rudolph and going after the New Year's baby. Mm-hmm. My thing with that one though is honestly, like they stabbed you in the heart for a minute. They're like Frosty did. <laughs> they did. And you're like, oh, Frosty did. No, but they bring him back. See, I like Frosty Snowman, but I think I like the Christmas in July one or whatever mm-hmm. because he made his wife and his children. Oh, yeah, Frosty guy, boy and a girl. Oh, he pulled out the frosticle. <sighs> <laughs> I'm in trouble already. I was in trouble when I slipped and said bad word. Alright, and number eight is the one I haven't seen. Okay, so number eight is called The Man Who Invented Christmas. Which apparently is about Charles Dickens and the Christmas Carol. It is his journey on making the Christmas Carol. Because apparently he had three unaccessible books. So he is financially tight. He's struggling. Um, he's battling, like, it is a family's movie, so when I say inner demons, I don't mean, like, out drinking drugs and all that, because you gotta remember, this is, like, 1883. Yeah, but he did have a womanizing problem, didn't he? No. No? No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. No. Not in that movie, anyway. Oh, I was talking about Charles Dickens in real life. He actually had some problems. Well, no, he had some mental problems. Yeah. Like, part of the movie is he gets making the characters... Mm. Because he sees them. Right. And they interact with him. And Ebenezer Scrooge is on this journey with him. Because, um, didn't Charles Dickens write a raven? Raven? Ravensmore? I think, 
No, that's Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting too confused now. Yeah. Yeah, because you know why? Because they're both crazy. All great people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was 1843 in London. In Deepwater, London. Okay. Yeah. You know, and it brings his classic characters to life. Ebenezer Scrooge, Timmy, uh, Tiny Tim. I almost said Timmy Turner. That's family odd pair, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. But, you know, and he also learns his journey on the way. And and then at the end, it brings him to his next big book. And it's a great movie. It, it's an interesting movie. I did not know about this movie until last year or the year before. Hmm. It came on TV, and I'm like, The Man Who Invented Christmas. It's another Santa Claus movie. Nope. No. Uh, but it is a great movie, actually. Right. And now, this next one is... <laughs> I mean, is probably the most classic movie on the list. Probably. Uh, I mean, it's probably the oldest one on the list. And everybody knows it. I mean, sadly, not as much as you would think. Everybody knows Rudolph. Everybody knows Rudolph, but they don't know this movie so much anymore. The, the current kids <sighs> haven't seen it. When they look at the goal, that looks old, and they don't want to watch it. <clears throat> like our kid. Yeah, like our kid. Yeah, I was being, I, I was trying to be vague, but yes, but that is. But you know, he loves, he, he knows Rudolph because we watched this movie. Because I have the, what was it, 80 classic <laughs> Christmas movie. And oh. I watch them even throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. There's a whole song. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. reindeer. Yeah, cool. Has it gone? <laughs> 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 the reindeer wouldn't let him play reindeer <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> You're but like, you know, there are kind of two different versions of that song. There's one version where it's just the straight, you know, his nose lit up, blah, 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 blah. And then there's the one where you throw in the extra words, you know, like his yeah. nose lit up like a light bulb and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. So there's actually two different versions of that song. I call it the regular version, the audience participa- participation version. What? We did that. I did a Christmas play once and we did that song. Mm-hmm. And, and they had one group of people who sang the song normally. And then right when all those lines come in, there was another group of kids. That was my job. We would yell out like a light bulb and... They had to run your game and go, like, football. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that was my job. Oh, okay. We were, we were the audience participation. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I was like seven. You know. What did you do? You knew no Christmas plays when you were a kid? Um, I did the story of Jesus. Okay, that's a little hardcore. We did Rudolph. But here's the funny thing about that. Um, uh, it's the, yeah, what could possibly no, no, no. be funny? So, I had one part. Okay. Right? And then, I think it was the girl got sick, so I had to take on her part, too. But both of my parts, I either had one line or no lines. (laughs) Like, one part was, I literally stood there, and they asked me a question. And I had to shake my nose so dramatically, you know. My head, oh, no. And then one, I was the innkeeper, so they knocked on my little cardboard door. You denied Mary and Joseph? And they said... Oh, you going straight to hell. <laughs> we need a place to stay. And I'm like, oh, there's none available, but you can have the stable. Uh-huh. That was my big line. Yeah, you you sent... Oh, you oh no. Know. I'm the one that sent them to the stable. Mm-mm. I did not turn them away. You turned them away. I did not turn them away. I sent them to the stable. You sent baby Jesus to the cows. Well, that's better than nowhere. 
But yeah, so I only had two parts in that one. I either had like three lines or no lines. <laughs> like, I really wanted to marry. But you know, I didn't get married. They gave me the innkeeper. Well, I mean, I don't mean this in any kind of negative way. Mm-hmm. You better watch words. <laughs> <laughs> you went way different than I was going. But she was a dark-haired girl. That, that's how she's always portrayed. With yeah, and you're kind of a bright redhead. I could have had the little thing on my head. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying, your your hair color and stuff didn't fit the role. We were children. I yeah. See, I would have been trying to still cast it like that. I would have. I didn't know that. Just that's just me. What were you thinking, honey? I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah. Shoot. My acting was on par. Thank you very much. Uh, I said to the stables with like conviction. I, I like your dramatic no head shake. That was that right. Was, yeah. I was like, mm. yeah. But the thing is, my back was towards the audience, towards the people. So they didn't even see your dramatic. Like all they seen was my head. Oh, uh, I saw was your head. <laughs> yeah, it's but yeah, so. All right, moving on. People don't, want, people don't want me to sing. <laughs> yes, they do. I've had requests. From yourself? No. Mm. No. I had from one other person. Who's trying to make me act like a fool now? Battle. Yeah. 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 Maybe one day, once I remember the words, because let's be honest, I don't remember the words. All right. Well, uh, jingle bells? You know jingle bells? I know jingle bells. Well, hand me some jingle bells. Really? Yeah. Watch you. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Hey. hey. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle Oh, um, you skipped a part there. That's the best I can remember. What, how'd it go? Okay. Cover your ears now. I'm not trying to lose Jeeves. That's it. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Over the hills we go, laughing all the way. Aww. Bell, huh? Bells on bobtails sing, making spirits bright. As far as I got. Yeah. See, I just know the chorus. You actually know the lyrics of the song. I know the chorus. Yeah. Making spirits bright. Yeah, I'm more of a classic, you know, baby, it's cold outside, mm. or a... Yeah, I'm more of a Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Lennox, Batman Smells, <laughs> we lost Robin Lennox, Joker got away. away. <laughs> Robin Lennox. <sighs> All right. Um, number six. Number six is Elf. Elf. I've never seen this movie. Yes, you have. Oh, okay, you slept through it. Yes. I tried to watch it. It, it. it seemed fun from the beginning. I just... So we do this thing with the kid, and we try to make sure we do one every week, because it's, it's good family time. We call it movie night. Mm-hmm. One of us picks a movie, and we watch a movie, and I have yet to stay away from one. <laughs> yeah, our movie night is like his nap time. It really is. I don't know what it is. What about the weekends? I'm just like, oh, anytime I sit down, I must be asleep. But that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm a grumpy old man when you wake me up and it, mm-hmm. it's not pretty. Mm-mm. I gotta work on that one. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, Will Ferrell makes great silly characters. Mm-hmm. The concept of the movie is silly. The idea of the movie was silly. 
And so, therefore, it's just, like, the perfect role for him. I love this movie. I, I'm, I'm not saying silly in a bad way. So, starts off Santa Claus at an orphanage, right? And he's leaving presents for the orphans. It's so nice. And a baby gets in his bag. How he doesn't know there's a baby in his bag when he picks it up, but whatever. So, he takes the baby to... Lucky baby. All the toys he could ever want. And he's an orphan, of course, so they decide to raise him as their own. Except he's not an elf, so he grows. And grows. And grows. But he's really into the elf life. Yeah, he he loves being an elf. He loves working for Santa Claus. He's He's the elf that can't do nothing right, but tries his hardest. Now, in the movie, he does such a bad job, they kick him out of North Pole. Not technically, because they all love him, mm-hmm. so they don't want to hurt his feelings. Um, but they find his; they know where his real father is. So he oh. goes out to search for his father. Finds his dad. His dad's like a grumpy old uh, book uh, printer dude. Publisher. Yes, thank you. I got you. I, I, had, a, I had a brain fart there. Uh, finds him, and he doesn't believe he's the son at first. And then he starts talking about his mother, and he's like, "Oh, Epiphany, I did sleep with her. You are my son. <laughs> like the end of Big Daddy. Oh, yeah, I did sleep with a chick from Canada. Crap. <laughs> so, and then they find that. But, close to the movie, Santa Claus' sleigh isn't working because it's just not enough people believing. It's like Tinkerbell. You gotta believe. So, they have to get the whole city to believe in Santa Claus again. And the giant elf just does the trick. <laughs> well, the giant elf, and then they they start getting people to believe, but there's just this little bit that's not working. It's his dad. So his half-brother... Come engage with us. Sawiga Council on Aging is Southwest Georgia's local aging and disability resource connection for information on aging or living with a disability. Let the Council on Aging connect you to your home delivered meals and group meals, personal care services, transportation needs, and many more resources. Call 800 282 6612. Making aging more engaging. Sawiga Council on Aging. Come engage with us. Like 10, 12, which is a big age gap. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, new family syndrome. Yeah. So they get the dad to believe, and Santa Claus gets that, and Buddy gets to drive the sleigh, and the day is saved, and woo! And does he go back to North Pole at the end of the movie? Or does he stay with the dad? Uh-oh. I think he kind of. Oh, so like he gets visitations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, new dad syndrome. That was a horrible joke. Okay. What? All right, so number five. Now, this one was tough. And the problem with this one is, which one? It's the, yeah. We have the Grinch. Right. And apparently me and you have different favorite Grinch movies. Like... It used to be the live action one. Jim Carrey was my favorite. And then they came out with that new one. Yes. And I'm like, what? I know. I think I like this one a little better. Uh, You know, because it it was a Scott Mosher movie. That's why. (laughs) Because anything, you know, from a friend of Kevin Smith has to be a better movie. Oh, Lord. And you talk about my Disney Plus. 
I'm just saying, Scott Mosher was Kevin Smith's producer for all his movies, and he broke out and did his own movie and directed his own movie, and it's The Grinch, and it's your favorite Grinch. Or how about it's the voice of Doctor Strange? Shh, I like my reason better. Or how about because they created a really awesome movie that they was did. that was just really good. Yeah, that movie and, was great. And they gave the Grinch more of a story. They did. They did. I mean, Jim Carrey's Grinch live action expanded on the Grinch a little bit, but in the new one they really went out. I mean, the Jim Carrey one, you know, it gives him his backstory of why he was so hateful and mean. Yeah, because he was green and hairy and didn't got made fun of a lot. Even though the little girl liked him, just didn't tell anybody. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you just like you, you don't want to admit it. I don't like you. No, but you do like me. Oh, okay. Anyway, but I actually like the Jim Carrey one way better. What Jim Carrey can do with his facial expressions when they threw the makeup on and the way that he played the Grinch, and they still had Max, and it was I like that one a lot better. Max was in this one. Yeah, but they focus mainly on the whole moose thing he found. I mean, they did. Max was less of a character than Moose was. It was still a great movie. No, no, it was great. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just from the two. I, I like all three of them. I like the original animated one. I mean, the songs, the story, the, that was just You're a... a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Exactly. I love that one. Jim Carrey one is my favorite. And, and the new one's good, too. I mm-hmm. went out and bought it. So, yeah. I used the excuse that was for you, but whatever. I did like it. Now, the next one is a great, maybe the best version of the Charles Dickens Christmas that ever was. I don't know. I've seen a lot of them. And you tell me which one was better than this. Um, A Disney's Christmas Carol? No, because that was nice. And the Charles Dickens story shouldn't have been nice. Have you seen that one? It's Jim Carrey's... uh... Facial expression and stuff in the Disney Christmas Carol. Okay, and, and, and Scrooge with Bill Murray, when it starts off with the deceased rotting corpse with mouse crawling through his eyeball and a golf ball full of chest, and he holds him out of a skyscraper saying he's going to kill him. A little more intense. It was a little bit excessive. That's that's why I like it. it, it was, I think it really captured the darkness of the Charles Dickens story. Um, Bill Murray Scrooge, honestly... It was a good movie. It's a great movie. And it's funny how they mess with the character in the story where he's actually head of a network who's doing the first live version of A Christmas Carol while he's being visited by the ghosts. So at one point, he's on an elevator and Death is on the elevator and he starts to flip out and scream and it's just the actor going down to the... Yeah. (laughs) Great movie. And it has a good positive ending just like all... And instead of Tiny Tim, the uh, secretary has a, a son who's disabled who can't talk. And at the end of the movie, he gets him to talk. Instead yep. of Tiny Tim walking. So, yeah. Great it was a good movie. movie. Um, and, and the ghost in that one. Oh, way better ghost. I love the fairy. The fairy? She is hilarious. In order to transport him through time to watch this stuff, she punches him in the face. I can't remember who played that. I can't remember either, but she's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. Anyway, all around, great movie. Yeah. All right. And you can't have Christmas without this movie. Go ahead, honey. A Charlie Brown Christmas. I mean, we have trees that we name after this movie. It's 
So, I mean, it is a classic Christmas movie. It is a movie that you can't think of Christmas without watching. Um, you know what we're buying this year? What? We're, I don't care. A Charlie Brown Christmas We're buying Charlie because they sell them every year. I know. And you can I, buy smaller ones put on the table. Well, that's it. the full size of that one. Even in the movie, it would be put on the table. But I, I don't care. I, I, I see them every year, and I was like, no, no. You know, I want a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and honestly, that was one of the best stories. Like, hey, even if you're not perfect, we can make you pretty. And the true meaning of Christmas. It is. Like, that movie really focused on that, rather yeah. than the gifts and the presents and everything. Like, people got all hubba-bubba, and then, you know, they come along and start talking about the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. Honestly, like, that... <sighs> love Charlie Brown. I love Charlie Brown. My, my, it's not my favorite Christmas movie. My favorite Christmas is the number one one, but Charlie Brown Christmas is just amazing. Yes. All right. Now, this one was hard for me to put on. Because you had to pick... I had to pick one. Um, I remember we talked about the first one. We did. And I remember we talked about the third one. But the number two is your favorite, or... They're all my favorite. I watch all of them together you every do. year. See, and, and so when you broke down just number two, this is talking about the Santa Claus, Santa Claus 2, the one where he has to get married, he has to find Mrs. Claus, or he can't be Santa no more. Mm-hmm. So he's slow. I think it's funny, as Mr. looking at his claws, he couldn't get a girlfriend, but throughout the movie, he starts to get skinny and attractive again, and suddenly he's able to impress a girl. Yeah. I'm like, no, girls want the beard. You don't know about the beard. I have no clue, but whatever. <laughs> but, but no. I think, honestly, the third one might be my favorite with Jack Frost. Jack Frost would play by Martin Short. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. And my favorite part is, so... And the third one, when Jack Frost is in the kitchen with his mother-in-law, mm-hmm. and she's making, you know, helping make cookie stuff, and she, he's like, do you sing? She goes, I sing a little. And he has her sing the Jack, um, oh, now I can't remember the name of the Christmas song, but there's a line that says, Jack Frost nipping at your nose, mm-hmm. and she goes to sing on, he goes, no, 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 no. go back to that one. And had just has her sing that part, like, two or three times. That's awesome. Honestly, when you put Santa Claus on there, I don't. I can't pick one. I can't either. You lump all of them together. They're all three great movies, and you literally just watch them all in a row, and they're all great movies. All right. I mean, the first one he falls off the house, becomes Santa Claus. Right, he murders Santa Claus, becomes Santa Claus. <laughs> gotcha. Second one, he has to get a wife. Right, he, Mrs. Claus. He uses magic to impress her. Yeah. And then the third one, he has to... Well, he gets tricked into using the escape clause. He doesn't get tricked. Yes, he does. No, he secretly wanted out. Yeah, but he wasn't going to go out. Yeah. And then Jack Frost tricked him. That is true. It was a little bit of a trick. But at the same time, he was struggling with the Santa Claus thing. Yeah. Which is how he got him to trick him to begin with. Yeah, but he didn't think, you know, he would actually have his snow globe... Oh, yes. I think that movie is him learning that he really did love being Santa Claus. Probably. And, and that, that he learned a lesson. I love those movies. All right. And the number one. Oh. Greatest Christmas movie ever made. And do you remember the theme? Okay, I kind of remember it, but that's not my thing. That's your thing. What do you mean? Remembering things and singing and doing the chorus and then, then the music. That's so your thing. I have this entire album, album, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, on my 
iPhone right now, and I listen to it on occasion. I do too. It, just instrumentals, not even with the song sometimes. Um, and it is the greatest, and we're going to say it. Are you ready? One, two, three. The, the Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Oh. Now, the great thing about this movie, it can either be a Halloween movie or it can be a Christmas movie. It's both. It is everything. It is Jack the Skeleton and Sally and Santa Claus. And this is and, Halloween. Oh, Halloween Town and Oogie Boogie. <laughs> I love Oogie Boogie. And the trick-or-treating kids. Zero is my favorite. Oh, the, with the little red nose. Yes. And he plays with them by throwing his rib. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Or the two-faced mayor. The two-faced mayor. Yes, face turns when he's panicked, which is most of the movie. Yeah. Um, a short synopsis of this movie although there's just so much in this movie a short synopsis is almost impossible back it's basically about all our holidays are created by these magical beings santa claus in christmas town the easter bunny in easter town and jack the skeleton skeleton king in halloween town and there's even one for, for Thanksgiving. They show the door, but they don't show you who's in charge of Thanksgiving. They're like, turkey. Come, come. Tom turkey. They just don't show. They're like, yeah. we're not even animating the giant turkey. <laughs> and, uh. I mean, how would you? Because if Tom the turkey is, like, the head of that, what happens after Thanksgiving? Do you, like, cook him and roast him up? And that's why they didn't touch that one. <laughs> yeah. They left that alone. Yeah. But basically, Jack the Skeleton has fallen into a rut. Because he's been in charge of Halloween forever. And he's immortal. Because he's a skeleton. And he's bored. And he, he wants to bring more joy to kids instead of, you know, just the Halloween. Well, it was more he was bored. He, at the start of the movie. He didn't know what he wanted. He was just bored. And so he just goes and walks. And he doesn't even realize he lives in Halloween Town. In as much as he doesn't realize there's other towns. Mm-hmm. And he walks and ends up in Christmas Town. And comes up with one of my favorite songs in the movie. What's this? Oh yeah. yeah. What's, this? What's this? Everywhere I turn. What's this? What's this? Exactly. <laughs> and he discovers Christmas Town, and he sees Santa Claus, and he figures out they're making toys and bringing joy to kids rather than scaring, scaring them. And that's when he's like, "Oh, this is what I need. I finally feel warmth in my heart." Not that he has one. So he takes the idea back to Halloween Town that he's going to be Santa Claus this year. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. And take over Christmas. So he sends the three trick-or-treaters to kidnap <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus. And they bring back Easter Bunny at first. Yeah. Poor Easter Bunny. He yeah. looks scared. But he gets Santa Claus. They kidnap him. They give him to Oogie Boogie, which they weren't supposed to because he wasn't supposed to be hurt. But they did. Because Oogie, Oogie Boogie is extra evil. Because he he's a bug and has a small man complex. Yes, I love Oogie Boogie. Oh, yeah, I love Oogie Boogie. And you know what? Of course, when Halloween people try to take over Christmas, things go wrong. <laughs> like instead of dolls for Christmas, you get, well, possessed dolls. Possessed dolls or decapitated heads. Yeah. Or they blew up a dead lizard yeah. to look like a balloon. Yeah. yeah. Oopsies. Oopsies. Or a bat toy that actually turns into a bat and tries to turn right you. Um, Oopsie doops. So he sent, he gets shot out of the sky in his skeleton reindeers. And uh, everybody thinks he's dead and they're all sad. 
And while this is going on, Santa Claus is being attacked by Oogie Boogie. I'm the Oogie Boogie man. Right. And he realizes his mistake and realizes but he wants to save Christmas. So he goes and rescues Santa Claus from Oogie Boogie. Mm-hmm. And Santa Claus goes and saves Christmas. And after that, he's back excited again for Halloween the next year. And mm-hmm. he's going to scare people better than ever. <laughs> and all that time, he falls in love with a girl made of stitches. Sally. Sally. How do you leave out Sally? Sally and Jack and uh, Zero. And we got a Sally and Jack sitting right over there. And a Zero. And a Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Zero comes with Jack. Well, yeah, he's attached. Yeah. yeah. Do we have the snow globe? We do have the snow globe. That was just one of your Christmas presents. No, those were our anniversary presents. Was it an anniversary present? Yeah. I remember it was a present I got you. Yeah. Because it plays the song. It does. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 I knew I'd get her to sing. <sighs> yeah, I may not want it, but you got it. Right. <laughs> um, Any last things you want to say? Yes. There's a lot of things I want to say. Uh-oh. I'm ready. So, as always, you can ask us questions or give us any feedback. Just be kind, please. Yes, he's sensitive. I am a sensitive soul, after all. You can email us at asktheangryninja at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at cman2342. And search for us on Facebook. Just search for Ask the Angry Ninja Show, and you can find us there. And we'll get back with you. And if you have a question for anyone else... That is on the show. Just send them there and we will get the question to them. We'll either have them answer themselves or we'll get you the answer. And as always, thank you for joining us on this journey of life. And I'm going to say the obvious thing because this is coming out on Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Hello, everybody. And we are coming to you from Moonstruck in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, We are now a proud sponsor of the Angry Ninja Show. Now, we are here to tell you to come see us at our shop at 3207 College Drive, Louisville, Kentucky, 40229. And if you just want to give us a call to say, hey, you can do that at 502-261-1465. Or also look at our Facebook page. It is Moonstruck, two words, not one, or you get the movie with share. Great movie, but not us. We also do live sales on our Facebook twice a week. If you come in store, we have over 300 different stones and crystals, different oils, brewing kits. We have everything for your metaphysical needs. So come on, come check us out. Give us a call. Bye. All right, before we close out the show, I got some suggested listening for everybody. Everybody should check out the Slightly Off-Key podcast, Angry Ninja Approved, and the Moonshine Joan podcast. And my boy Moonshine was drinking a little moonshine when he made his podcast. So that's Moonshine spelled with an I, a Y, not an I. The Moonshine Joan podcast and Slightly Off-Key podcast. Both are Angry Ninja Approved. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to donate the show to help us out, go to patreon.com slash worst jokes. That's patreon.com slash worst jokes. Join a tier, join a high enough tier, help us out. You're going to earn some merchandise out the deal. Also, people who are on Patreon get first dibs on 
answering questions. But if you want to find me on Twitter at cman2342, answer questions on there also, and YouTube and Facebook. All you gotta do is search for Ask the Angry Ninja. I promise you'll find everything we're doing. Hope everybody has a ninja night. If you've noticed that you're starting to lose your hair and you want to get your real hair back, listen up. My name's Aaron Marino. I'm the number one men's grooming expert on YouTube. And when it comes to hair loss and hair restoration, Bosley is the only company that I trust and I recommend to my guys when they're looking to get their confidence and their real hair back. The reason? It's simple. Bosley's been in the hair loss business for over 45 years. And when it comes to hair loss and hair restoration, experience matters. They've got expert doctors. They've got the latest technologies. And all it takes is simple one-day procedure and you are going to be on your way to rocking your confidence and your real hair once again. Guys, now is the time. Do not wait. If you're ready to get your confidence and your real hair back, I want you to grab the free information kit plus a $250 off gift card. When you text the word REAL to 203203, that's REAL, R-E-A-L, to 203203, grab the free information kit plus a $250 off gift card. You want to get your real hair back? Don't wait. Now is the time. Text REAL to 203203. A toast to our new college grad who fills us with so much joy, almost as much as when we're in our RV. Oh, the world is your oyster, kiddo, and ours too. Now that we're covered with Progressive, Dad and I can hop in our RV anytime we want. Might even splurge on a retractable awning. Oh, look out. <laughs> Sorry, what was I talking about? Protect your loved one with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.